Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Sorrell with a special edition of the Plan Vision podcast. A recent podcast that I did, I talked about how I had started taking up swimming, personal health, and what a change it had been for me and how it's improved, I think, my long-term view on my finances. I got a lot of response from my clients on that. So it touched a bit of a nerve with some of the people that were listening. So I have become aware of how personal fitness has changed the last few years, a lot more available in online opportunities. And my wife runs an online fitness business. And so she's going to be a special guest here on the Plan Vision podcast. And I've observed what she's been doing over the last 12 to 14 years, her dedication and commitment to her business. So Julie's going to join us here and talk about her online fitness business. Hi, Julie. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So how did you get started teaching yoga and fitness classes? Well, uh, my financial advisor at the time, who's the person interviewing me right now, um, reviewed my financial situation and told me that it was okay for me to quit my job and pursue training as a yoga teacher. So that was in 2009. Mm -hmm. And shortly after I graduated, I started teaching right away everywhere I could, lots of different studios. Then I expanded into fitness um, and eventually opened my own yoga studio yoga and fitness studio. Okay. When did you open the studio? That was in 2018. So at that point, I'd been teaching for about nine years. Okay. So primarily, who do you serve? Most of the people in my community are women, roughly between the ages of 40 and 65. I do have some men in my community. I do have some younger, some older, but that seems to be the core. Okay. So you opened a studio, I did. I had a studio, a physical studio. People came to classes. We offered both yoga and fitness. I had several teachers working in my space. But you don't have a studio anymore. So how does your fitness business operate? Well, um, now when people become members, they can immediately sign up for any pre-recorded classes they want to take and use those um, on their own schedule. But they can also sign up for live classes. I offer those six times a week. And simply they sign up and then the day before and one hour before the class, they get a Zoom link. They click on that Zoom link and there I am live and they can interact with me as well as other people that have signed up for the class. So your business is fully online? It's now fully online, um, you know, as initially as a response to COVID. So we were a hybrid studio for a while, offering both in-person and online classes um, and over time. We have migrated to being 100% online. And that's obviously working for some of your clients, right? It is. I mean, initially during COVID, people were very fortunate or very appreciative that they had this option, but not everybody jumped on board right away because it wasn't didn't sound appealing to everyone. But over time, more and more people tried it and they were responding positively. They liked not having to drive anywhere. They had more time between their workday and starting their workout. You know, it was okay to be a few minutes late. It was just more convenient and a little bit more relaxed of a way for people to get their fitness in. 
So has it been difficult for you to transition from teaching in-person classes to online classes? Um, no, I I'm, guess I'm surprised how much I do enjoy it because just like it's very convenient um, for everyone else, it's also very convenient for me. Um, I can teach right here from home. I still feel like I get personal interaction with people. I can also now serve people that aren't necessarily living near me. Um, I've had family members join classes from other states, um, as well as just other clients who live maybe have moved away or or they know someone who's already in my community and, and they can join because it does not matter where we are. Yeah, there certainly is a, an important convenience factor, right? Yes. Convenience is important when it comes to fitness. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how might your classes be unique from other online services or just other personal fitness uh, opportunities? So I think if someone wants to work out from home, they have a few different options. Um, two options if you wanted to do, um, you know, group fitness style classes. One might be you join a studio that offers hybrid classes as I used to. Um, the downside to that is it's oftentimes the teacher is in front of a live group and then there's a, maybe a camera over there and the people that are dialing in don't get a lot of personal interaction um, because the instructor can only do so much in that setting. Um, I feel like because I'm completely focused on anyone that dials in, they really get a response from me that's somewhat unique. And also because it's my core business, I have invested in the technology so that when people dial in, it's really crystal clear. They can hear me, they can see me, and they can fully enjoy the music. The other option is to go, you know, and do pre-recorded classes. Um, and there are certainly services online that offer that. And the the quality is good, but there's no personalization. It's just, you know, a list of classes and you you pick one and you do it and, you know, and that can work. But I feel like this elevates the experience. And you offer different formats. I do. I teach um, yoga and fitness and um, I teach three different fitness formats and we rotate through formats. Um, so if you attend a class, say, every Wednesday night with me, and it's a fitness format, you're not going to do the same format. You'll do one format one week, another format the other week. And that is kind of unique to my offering also. What's nice about that is if that's your time slot, you don't have to be limited to one format. You get a lot of variety in your workout. Okay. And so when you have your classes, you interact with your students, right? You're talking with them individually and can they interact with each other or is that not really possible? They do interact with each other before our class starts and when our class is over. So everyone dials in um, and we may do some interaction. You know, I'll usually go over what equipment people might want to have handy um, or if they don't have those things, what substitutions they can use. Um, and they might talk with each other a little bit and then everyone goes on mute and everyone then can only hear me throughout the class. And it's not a lot of personalization necessarily during the class, but sometimes it is. I will occasionally say to someone, you know, something that I think might be helpful in the middle of the class. And then when the class is over, again, we might all speak as a group, checking about our weekend, you know, whatever anyone wants to add. Sometimes people make music requests, you know. So it is a nice way to stay in a community and still be working out from home. What do you mean somebody might make music requests? What does that mean? <laughs> well, I am known for my playlists. Um, I have 
I don't know, well over a hundred different playlists, whether it's a genre of music or a decade of music, or it could be a completely an artist one week. Um, and so oftentimes in that, those few minutes before we start class, I get questions like, well, what's the music this week? Because people are kind of always interested to find out. And then people do tell me, hey, I just, you know, heard this artist, this new artist, you maybe had never heard of them. They were awesome. I think it'd be great for a fitness class. And you know, I like getting those kinds of requests because and then I get to do new things. And we do generally, it's not a dancey class, but we do move to the music, whether we're doing a push-up or, you know, moving a little bit in a plank, um, we do move to the music, which is super motivating for some people. Yeah. So you are not always, but many times redesigning or updating or coming up with new music playlists, right? That's right. Every week we do a new playlist um, and I tailor our our formats, movements to that playlist so that we can just have another source of motivation as we work out. Well, as you know, we have clients all around the world. If somebody's listening to this podcast, this video cast, and they're interested in getting started, uh, what would you suggest? Well, I am actually offering three weeks of free classes in January. I think January is a good time to offer free classes. A lot of people have gotten busy with other things and really want to focus on their health again. Um, so I'm offering a three-week challenge. I mean, it doesn't have to be a challenge. You could just join and do as many classes as you'd like. But if you happen to do 15 classes during those three weeks, then you might win prizes. And I'll be happy to share a link for your, your viewers and your listeners, and they can get some more information about that if they'd like. Great. Awesome. Thanks, Julie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 